Hey guys, what is up? I managed to do it. I did two episodes. Oh, it's good to be back. I'm glad that I'm uh, been able to record these again, and um, should probably be able to just keep on doing two episodes a week. Um, maybe I mean it's school. Um, but maybe uh, once we get to over the summer and I'm off of school, then we can start going back to three episodes a week. Um, and I want to, I want to get more suggestions from you guys. Uh, if you guys could send me something, I would really, really appreciate it. But today's match, we are continuing the Hall of Fame tournament. So, so far, we've had Kalinowski beat Merle, McQueenie beat Roka, Cushing beat Oyama, and uh, Harloff lose to Levine, Levine beat him. But today we have the, uh, <laughs> the the match that originally spawned the blue not the blue fairy incident what am I doing um the trial of JTE Mark Ellis JTE the winner gets Drew McQueenie in the quarterfinals Ellis and JTE uh JTE McQueenie would be a great great rematch um but yeah I'm uh I'm I'm really excited for this and this is this is the trilogy match because JTE beat Ellis in the original one Ellis beat him in the second match this is the trilogy to decide uh who is who is really on top so let's see Mark Ellis and JTE um let me know who you guys got uh obviously when I will hear it you guys will have already listened to it and then you can just say whatever and that won't really work but still go ahead whatever um. But, yeah, I don't think there's much else to say. I hope you guys are uh, staying safe and um, taking in the little slowdown that you can. Today, uh, Robert Parker and um, Ace Ace Cabrera, Andres Cabrera, will come out. Uh, Ace playing for the first time since 2015. He was on the B team with uh, Cody and uh, Cobster going up against um, team champs, Riley and Merle. So, We'll see how Ace does, and then Robert Parker. I've been watching a lot of his fan league stuff, and he just is killing it over there. But that is not the match that we have today. Today we have Mark Ellis, JTE, the trilogy match. Let's see how it goes. Winner gets through McQueenie. Question number one. All right, I guess this should probably explain the rules. Um, so this is a Hall of Fame tournament. Every match is a five-round match, as suggested Uh by Logster2001 on Reddit. Say a bracket in the description for the episode. But in round one, eight questions um, by random categories. If a competitor is to get a perfect round, they will get a bonus question, also worth one point. There's no stealing in this round. So here we go. Question number one comes in the category of thriller. Thriller. Here we go. Thriller. We are going to start with Mark Ellis, who's going to hit as well as Josh Tapia, the engineer, JTE, um, from Columbia or something like that. I don't know. Um, but uh, sorry if that came off racist. Um, so next question comes in the category of Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. We're going to start with JTE, who misses. As does Mark Ellis. Both not uh, Nicole Kidman fans, I guess. I don't know. Each miss in Nicole Kidman, so no perfect round. And then, probably the most hated tagline in all of Smowdown. <laughs> I, 
I mean, most hated category is taglines. That I'm so dumb. Uh, okay, so taglines. Starting with Mark Ellis. And he barely squeaks out a correct answer. JTE misses, so Ellis goes up 2-1 to one after three questions. So now question number four. Ellis with a slight lead there. But now we get musicals. The weirdest categories. Thriller, Nicole Kidman, taglines, and musicals. What is going on? So here we go. JTE. JTE barely squeaks out a correct answer to tie it. And Mark Ellis misses. So after four questions, we're tied at two between Ellis and JTE. Not the greatest showing, but we're still very, very close. As we head into question number five, which is Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks, starting with Mark Ellis, who's going to hit, as will JTE. So we are tied at three now after five questions. So here we go, question number six. And we get the category of Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz movies. Diaz, Diaz. Don't know how to say that. But not knowing how to say things is a very JTE thing to do. And we are going to start with JTE on this question. And you must have said something right because he gets it correct up to four points. As does Markello. So we're tied at four after six questions. Two questions to go in round number one. The first of those final two is the penultimate question. Adam Sandler movies. Adam Sandler movies, starting with Mark Ellis. The baby carrot will hit Adam Sandler, as does JTE, so we are tied at five. They have been uh, they've been evening out there after a bit of a rocky start, playing very well. And now their final question in round one is the category Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, starting with JTE. Jate misses in Brad Pitt, and Mark Ellis hits, so that could be a uh, just a slight advantage, a one-point advantage, but you take anything in these Hall of Fame matches, you're going up against the best. Mark Ellis with six points, JTE with five points, as we will head into round number two. Not the best Played uh, round ones that we've seen so far. They started off rocky, and then they played really well throughout the middle of that um, round, but JTE just misses at the end. Mark Ellis, uh, been going strong, though, uh, through the end of that round. Let's see if that momentum carries over into round number two. So how round number two will work. The competitors will spin the wheel. Whatever category they get, they have the option to spin away, but they have to take their second category if they... Have a second category. Um, in whatever category they get, though, they will get four questions, each worth two points. They have the option to go down to multiple choice on any of them, uh, and as many as they want, but that makes it worth only one point. Now, their opponent can steal on every question. So, Mark Ellis, he currently has the lead, six to five. He's also the favorite, but would he like to go first or second? Mark Ellis is going to try to ride that momentum. Mark Ellis is going to go. First. And he gets the category of Cameron Diaz. Does Mark Ellis want to keep Cameron Diaz? Ellis is keeping Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz movies for Mark Ellis. See if JTE can steal, maybe. Here we go. Mark Ellis, first question in Cameron Diaz. Hits it for two points. Eight to five. 
Now, next up in Cameron Diaz, Mark Ellis hits again. He's up to 10 points. Mark Ellis is on fire right now in Cameron Diaz. Next question, I spoke too soon, he misses. Now the JTE, can he pronounce Cameron Diaz? I guess so, he hits it. A two-point steal, that is huge. That is, that is a really big steal. Mark Ellis could have ran away uh, with it there. Um, and if JTE would have gotten something bad, then he could have been in real trouble. But now this gives JTE a bit of a cushion. He's only down three. Mark Ellis can make that five with this final question. But he won't, so JTE can bring it within one point. But he does not, so he can't steal there. But still, it's only a three-point gap before JTE goes. He could possibly get a five-point lead heading into the betting round, which is going to be really important. It can, could completely shift the strategy. Mark Ellis started off strong in Cameron Diaz. He hit his first two questions. But just uh, that, that second half of the round was not kind to him. And JT was able to get one steal out of that. If he was able to get both steals there, it would only be a one-point game. But right now, three-point game still not bad as JTE will get to his wheel spin. He's going to get the category of musicals. Does JTE want musicals? Of course, JTE doesn't want musicals. Why would JTE want musicals? So now, whatever JTE gets here, he has to take. And that would be 90s. Okay, this actually is in JTE's favor. Now, Mark Ellis, also pretty strong in 90s, so we'll see how this goes. JTE, first question, Mark Ellis will probably get a steal if he has the chance, but JTE hits his first question. JTE might not allow him to get a steal. It's a one-point game, 10-9 to right now. Can JTE take the lead? He does. 11 to 10, JTE has the lead over Mark Ellis. JTE could run away here with the category of 90s. But he misses here, though. Whenever I say that after the first two questions, I always screw up. Now, Mark Ellis, for the steal, he hits it. So now Mark Ellis back to the lead, 12 to 11. Can JTE grab this last question? He can. He absolutely can. So it switches from a Mark Ellis one-point lead to now a JTE one-point lead. The score is 13 to 12 JTE. So now the betting round will come in huge here. Using huge a lot lately. I don't like that. It will uh, come into play uh, massively, I think, with this close of a game. If somebody misses and ends up losing points and the other player is able to hit big, it could be a problem. We saw that with uh, Christian Harloff going up against Sam Levine. So we'll see how this plays out here. JTE has a one point lead over Mark Ellis, 13 to 12. So now we head into the betting round. That one steal from JTE. Mark Ellis was able to get um, a steal, but JTE is able to hit three of his questions. Mark Ellis only able to hit two. That was the decide. decide the, the, I can't talk today, can I? That's unfortunate. The decider, what I was attempting to say before I did something with my mouth. I didn't know what was going on. But the category for the betting round is Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. So how much does each competitor want to bet on Kurt Russell? Okay. Their bets are in. Very, very interesting bets. Very, very... Uh, maybe surprised by this bet? 
I don't know. These are very interesting bets. I'll be interested to see how this plays out. We're going to start with Mark Ellis. And Mark Ellis will miss the question. And Kurt Russell, how many points did he bet? Mark Ellis bet all three possible points. Forgot to say the rules, I guess. Game bet between zero and three points. It's one question. Get it right, gain the amount of points. Get it wrong, you lose the amount of points. If you're listening to a Schmodown podcast, I would assume you know how it works, but just as a clarification. So now, though, Mark Ellis is down to nine points. He lost. He lost. I really can't talk today. I should just stop. Um, Mark Ellis, though, he lost three points. He's down to nine. Now, JTE missed it. But he did the Dan Merle. He bet zero points, and he stays at 13. Great strategic move there from JTE, not betting anything. He knew that maybe he wasn't as strong in Kurt Russell. Decided not to bet anything. If he would have bet anything, he would have lost points like Mark Ellis did. So now JTE goes from having a one-point lead to since he bet zero, he has a four-point lead because Mark Ellis missed. So now JTE 13, Mark Ellis 9. As we head into the speed round. So I will not be given the categories for these questions. It's just. I ask. See what happens. So. Here we go. Question number one. And this one is going to go. To Mark Ellis. And Mark Ellis is going to hit. He gets one of those points back. We are up to 13 to 10. Question number two. Out of five. Get it. You get it. Good point. Miss it. You lose the point. And this one's going to go to JTE. And JTE is going to hit. We are at 14 to 10. So now question number three. I'm just going to get the buzz in on this one. It is going to be JTE again. Can he extend his lead to five? He can. 15 to 10. JTE has taken the lead over Mark Ellis. Now question number four. And JTE is able to get the buzz again. And he's able to get the point again, 16 to 10. JTE is pulling away. Mark Ellis really needs one right here to keep it within five points heading into the final round. Mark Ellis is able to get the buzz in. Can he get the point? He can. He is up to 11. So now JTE, after the speed round, is able to increase his lead from uh, four points to five points. The score 16 to 11. JTE with the lead over the baby carrot, Mark Ellis. What was so important to keep it within five points is it's still a manageable game because if they both hit their two and their three, but JTE misses the five and Ellis hits the five, he's still able to send it into overtime. It's always important to at least keep it within five points heading into the final round. If it's six or more, then you're pretty much done. At this level, at least. If you're in a lower-level match, then... Maybe you got a shot, but generally I think if you uh, have a more than a five-point lead, a f- or six or more point lead heading into the final round, you should be looking good. Um, but if the losing player is able to keep within five, they do have a sh- chance. I'm sure you're all tired of hearing me talk about this, so we'll just get into the final round. So how this will work, the questions will go to whoever is currently losing. They'll get a two-pointer, three-pointer, five-pointer, from random categories. Simple enough. So we're going to start out with Mark Ellis. He's down by five. First question will come in uh, John Roca's favorite category. 
biopics. Just had a biopic made about him available on the Shmodown Patreon. $10 tier, I think. I think it's now available at the $2 tier. I'll have to check. Um, but, Mark Ellis, can he get biopics correct? He can. The Outlaw would be proud. 16-13, JTE has a three-point lead over Mark Ellis. So now Mark Ellis can tie it right here and bounce it back over to JTE with his three-point question. That comes in the category of movie release dates. My favorite category in this mowdown. Scott Mance's favorite category in this mowdown. They would go as far as to say Ben Bateman's favorite category in this mowdown. Let's see if it is one of Mark Ellis's favorites. See how he does here in movie release dates. Usually, uh, most competitors don't like it, but today it is Mark Ellis's friend. He has tied the game 16 to 16. He only has five pointer left, though. JTE will start with his two pointer. If JTE is able to hit this two pointer, it's going to bounce right back to Mark Ellis and force him to hit the five. If he misses, we stay with JTE. Let's see what category JTE will get. Is the category of Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Whenever I uh, say Hitchcock, I think of Alicia Malone saying Hitchcock. But I'm not going to do a British accent. Or Brit- My brain is just dead today. Australian accent. I know Alicia Malone is Australian. And I, I'm just going to ask the question. Hitchcock. JTE is going to miss in Hitchcock. So now it comes to his three-point question. Can he hit his three-pointer? We are tied here. JTE, his three-point category is romance. And he misses in romance. So now we are tied, and each competitor has their five-pointer left. But now we're going to bounce over to Mark Ellis. Uh, JTE missed both his two and his three, so we go over to Mark Ellis. This is what I was talking about with those keeping it a five-point game because now even if JTE hits, Marcos can afford to miss. If you didn't get that final point, JTE hits, it's game over. So now Mark Ellis, he has this five-point question he can take a five-point lead with. They're each currently at 16 points. Here we go, Mark Ellis. For five points in the lead, what category will he get? I probably wishes he could phone John Roca throughout his entire round. He's been doing pretty well so far, but now he has Westerns for a five-pointer. Problem with Westerns, pretty much everybody's seen a Western. At least one. But the problem with Westerns is it is so broad and across so many years. Like with actors or John... or. With actors, you can usually specifically nail it down, but genre is really so tough because it can be from any time period. Now let's see here, Mark Ellis. Five points, Westerns. And he is going to miss. He's going to miss in the category of Westerns. Now this leaves it to JTE. JTE, if he can hit for five, he will win the game. If he misses, we go to sudden death. Category, I know Rachel Silvestrini likes it. It's Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith for JTE. For five points and the win to move on and get that rematch with Drew McQueenie. Here we go. 
Folks, we're going to sudden death. JTE misses all of his round five questions. He misses his two, his three, and his five. Markel's able to hit his two and his three to tie the game. Again, the importance of keeping it within five points. So now, 16-16, we're heading to overtime. It's been a great match so far. Let's see how long uh, these two competitors will be able to go in sudden death overtime. The rules are simple. Each question is worth a point. You hit it, get a point, you miss. Nothing happens. But if both competitors hit a point for hit the question for a point, we move on to the next question. Both competitors miss. We move on to the next question. But if one competitor hits and the other misses, the competitor that hits will win. So it's basically whoever um, goes down by a point first. So here we go. Question one. We're back to Westerns. We're back to Westerns. Starting out with Mark Ellis. He's able to hit this one. As does JTE. We're still tied 17-17. Now next question. We go to Modern Classics. Modern Classics. We start with JTE this time. Jate misses. Mark Ellis. And you're a winner in sudden death. And advancing to the quarterfinals to play Drew McQueenie. He is the baby carrot. Mark Ellis. Mark Ellis, 1817 in sudden death. Great comeback from Mark Ellis since that uh, he's really been playing from behind since round number two when um, JT took that one-point lead, and then he went down in the betting round. He lost another point in the speed round, but he kept it within five, was able to make the comeback. He was lucky enough for JTE to miss all of his questions. If JTE would have just hit one of those round five questions, JTE is your winner, but JTE hits none of them. We go to overtime. They each get the first one, but Mark Ellis will get it in the category of modern classics. Mark Ellis versus Drew McQueenie is our first confirmed quarterfinal match. But uh, what a game here that we had today. Um, if you would like to uh, hear your match being played out on the show, you can email me at babyyodatrevor at gmail.com. That is B-A-B-Y-Y-O-D-A-T-R-E-V-O-R at gmail.com. You can also send in a voice message to this show through the Anchor app or on the Anchor website. Um, coming up. You can look at the bracket in the description, but coming up, we only have three singles matches left. Two of them will be played out next week. We have William Bibiani versus Jeff Snyder. Will Jeff Snyder roll over and give up this time? Who knows? And then the other match, Ethan Irwin, Mark Riley. That only leads, leaves Ben Bateman and Clark Wolf for the week after that. And then... Uh, that will also probably be paired up with the McQueenie-Ellis match in a couple weeks from now. So, plenty to look forward to. If I get a match suggestion, I'll probably, um, if I get a match suggestion, not try and, uh, it, if you just have anything, please send in a match suggestion before then, so that way we can, uh, put 
something else in between round one and the quarterfinals. Uh, just just come up with uh, anything. It can be as crazy as you want. I will attempt to do it. And I will also attempt not to lose an audio file, like I did for the Inner Geek Tim um, Free For All Part 2. But, if you're still listening to this, I'd like to thank you. Um, I really appreciate everybody who takes the time to listen to this. But, I will uh, see you guys on Tuesday. Um, I hope you stay safe through this pandemic. And, uh... Keep watching movies, keep watching the Smowdown, and watch Eating History, History Channel 10 Eastern. See you guys on Tuesday. Bye.